0: Huh? No, what was the role play? Yeah. The role play? Yeah, what was
1: the roles?
0: This feels like it's going to be so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. I've never talked about this. Uh Uh-oh. Ah, shit. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay,
1: no. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) I
0: like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like to play like a a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me, like, what you say. Yes, Mansa? (laughs) I was sorry.
1: Okay. (laughs)
0: And see, this is exactly why you have do you remember that one uh wedding announcement that we talked about? We talked about this on the show. The one Maybe, that happened on the with yeah, the with the plantation. The play, the plantation. This yeah. is exactly why you have shit like this. Because <laughs> niggas like this. May know, get it together. Not coming out in 2022. You know what? We're gonna let me stop yeah, gonna we're gonna talk it. about this. Yes. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> what we else we talking about? To talk about today. We're talking about Rihanna. We're talking about Britney, J Lo, all the divas, all the girls,
1: all, all the, the dolls. <laughs> um, so we go. have to talk about
0: that. We uh, I also want to recap some things in Wu Chow mm. and then some exciting projects coming our way in Fizz or Flat. So yes. yeah, so let's go ahead and get started with the show so we can get to going. All right. Everybody, it's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you are listening to CoPop. Hello. Welcome back, Pop Stars. Has it episode. been a week? Uh, it so has. much going on. Yeah. Um, our our <laughs> favorite our favorite uh caption, our favorite hashtag, so much going on. What have
1: you been up to this week?
0: Uh it's been a pretty chill week for me, uh, mostly. Just catching up on some really good TV. Um, I got to watch the the thing about Pam season finale. Which was really good. I was I was really excited to see how they were going to do that, and so uh, that might be an episode spotlight coming, and some you know that uh, it might be a show spotlight coming in some future episodes. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I got to watch. We need to talk about Cosby on Showtime. Um, so I started that. Yeah. Uh, this I started that this week, and that was really interesting. I want to watch that. Eye opening. Learned some things that I didn't know. Um, it's a four-part. It's in four parts, and so we watched the first part, Um, but excited to finish up and and learn a little bit more about that story as well.
1: There's another show on Showtime that you should also watch and then give me your Showtime login. Um, Everything's Gonna Be All White. It's another doc about i guess the black community and how the role white people have played or something i don't know but uh, amanda Sills is in it and then a bunch of other people are in it well too. you should
0: get the showtime login. So. you have the money you have the funds i also
1: have the friends
0: no no you actually don't <laughs> <laughs> you're not so. watching showtime already honey so cause i'm doing this on the free trial
1: I you I thought you had Showtime. Mm -mm. I thought that's how we watched uh that show Run the World.
0: So that was yeah. So in my old apartment, I did have Showtime. In this new apartment, oh Um, (laughs) we do not have Showtime. We went with my old man's package, and so I actually well, I did have Showtime at my house, right? He had Show, but he chose Cinemax instead of Showtime, and so why Cinemax? I don't know. We really what's
1: on Cinemax?
0: I don't know. It's not. It's nothing that we watch, but. Um, it's not included in that package anymore, so I'm doing the free trial of Showtime right uh. now, which is available for
1: everyone.
0: Use uh, Cold Pops code, uh,
1: <laughs> hashtag no Cold code. Pop, uh, and you'll There's be able no to code. get a free
0: seven-day trial. <laughs> you'll so, be embarrassed, just like Really me.
1: excited about that. Oh, my God. Well, I've also been watching a lot of TV this week as I've yep. been trying to search for a new TV show, um, and in that set i obviously am still watching moon knight very very good Where we, i think we just finished episode three we're headed into episode four this week um i've also i also watched the first episode of season three for a black lady sketch yeah, show I watched that as well i'm um, on hbo max i really um, didn't
0: like it. i loved it i also watched was funny
1: yeah it was something um okay I also I also watched Return to we know Space. You don't like black women? That's fine. <laughs> okay. We know you anything <laughs> black
0: female led. Is not you. You're an and that's idiot. cool. <laughs> hey,
1: you trying to make me sound like oh boy from the pivot. No, podcast. I'm not trying to stand, make me sound like anything.
0: <laughs> no, but you've had a because problem. You with, know that's not you've true. had a problem with Black Lady sketch show from the jump. Let's get that
1: straight. Like, so it's not. We can th- go th- back to the no, episodes. No, no, You have, no, ha- no, you have no, had a no. problem with Black Lady it's sketch just show. What I've come to realize, I'm just not inception. the audience. I'm just not the audience. You're not. I'm not hating on. Them. I'm glad they've got a season. I, root, I campaigned for them to get a season three. I'm glad they have a season. I'm just not the audience. You i'm okay with that you campaign for them i'm absolutely sure that there was an episode of cold pop where i was like i was not feeling give them a third i i I may not be feeling it but give them a third season because they're doing good work people like it let's pull that clip let's listen to that clip right now yeah get the intern on it jane pull the clip um anyways i've also been i also watched this documentary called return to space on netflix which was very, very interesting because I didn't necessarily know a lot about SpaceX, but that's literally how we're getting to space now. I'm still a little... I understand why... I, I, number one, the documentary is about the transition from NASA over to the private sector and how SpaceX was the only company that was really able to step up and provide transportation back to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm uncouth, uncultured, and everything. Anyways, for those of you who love to listen about it, um, it's a a very good documentary and it tells me a lot about SpaceX that I didn't know, and so I was very intrigued by that. And then lastly, I'm watching Our Great National Parks with our former President Barack Obama, also on Netflix. It's actually a very cute docuseries. I'm still kind of trying to get used to hearing his voice, because I'm like, oh, that's Barack. It's a little distracting, but it's still good. So Nice. That's what I've been watching.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's really good. Um, So much has happened this week. So let's hop right into our beloved segment of this podcast entitled Woo Chow. Chow. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I recap the top pop culture moments of the week. Things that made us say
1: Woo Chow. Woo Chow. Chow. Yeah, thank you. All right.
0: <laughs> go um, first. You go first. You actually have a lot on your plate today i'm looking at the sheet so i'm actually gonna let you go first
1: okay well (laughs) first announcement uh britney spears is pregnant let's talk about it oh baby baby number three actually she already has two kids with kevin Federline, and now she's announced her her pregnancy. grown she's got big boys like they're grown
0: and so they're like teens you know hey yeah they're um they're up there and so
1: yeah, well, and now she's got this new man who's her fiance, and
0: Sam. I can't pronounce. I don't know what his last name. I don't know how to say his last name. What's his last name?
1: Ensar? It's it not a S- That's Gari. racist. Asgari. It's like Sam S es- G H You know what? I'm not, even gonna, I'm not gonna go
0: for it, Mr. Sam. Sam Asgari. Do your thing. I see you. Now you have officially solidified your place in her life forever. I love that. Um, congratulations <laughs> to Brittany. I know that this was something. Congratulations. That, um, this is you know this is something that she kind of talked about you know she wanted to have another child and so she's having another child congratulations a a baby is a blessing
1: um yeah Uh, it's it's exciting i was looking at us usa today and spear i didn't know britney was 40. yes gosh time flies
0: i think her and beyonce are like the same age they are i, yeah. I was gonna
1: say i thought they were around the same yep. age um yeah well i just wanted to say woo chow because I, after all britney has been through it's nice to see her um able to get her life back on track the way that she wants um and so that's very exciting to see so woo chow
0: definitely uh woo chow and i'm gonna give it a fizz as well so <laughs> congratulations <laughs> britney um i wanted to talk about the first thing i wanted to talk about was uh mr uh uh clifford uh also known as ti uh clifford clifford Harris. Harrod, um, who recently had a very humbling moment <laughs> uh on the stage doing his recent comedy routine so for all of those I who yeah for Cliff. those who don't know T.I. has been trying to he's been wanting to do stand-up comedy and this is you know something very interesting a little bit out of his wheelhouse maybe uh but he's been trying to do more and more comedy now what is so funny about this is that he actually had his first paid gig um in Brooklyn on April 9th for the April Fool's Comedy Jam uh so he was coming up opening for the likes of Nick Cannon Eddie Griffin, uh That's Tony Roberts, much. Bruce Bruce. I mean what makes some, you think, I mean like, some what? Titans, some comedic uh, titans. No. And so T.I. comes out there to do his set, and uh shortly thereafter, uh as in the words of RuPaul, where are the jokes? <laughs> uh, the crowd <laughs> booed Trinity him. Too, yeah. uh, uh, so shout out. they uh booed him. Uh, and and TI actually got booed off the stage, um, as it has been reported by XXL. XL. Uh funny thing about this. I just want to say this really. I just want to say this thing first. Okay. Okay? Before we get to TI. It's karma is karma is a motherfucker because he just had the situation in which he was heckling the girl yes. Lauren. Um, While she was doing her set. Yes. And so it it definitely turned around and it came back to bite his ass. What goes around Um, comes around. And so, with him being booed off the stage at this big platform, you know, I think for him, he he, kind of took it in stride. Uh, But one of the things, one of the things I definitely will uh, suggest to him is. Let's start a little bit smaller. Maybe not Barclays Center. Barclays like, Center, in Brooklyn. That's probably not the place where you want to do your first paid gig. Who let's, let do a, him let's do a couple of open mic nights. Let's get some let's open mic nights this. going. Yeah. Let's get in Atlanta and see what's going on. Let's yeah. get you at the Laugh at Factory in Laugh <laughs> at yes. Atlanta. Like, let's get you going on some of these things. Like, let's yeah. you gotta crawl before you walk, baby. So who let's let make him sure that we can figure out some time. I mean, the thing is, it is ti. Like, let's not make any. So let's not make you know if. You can have someone who is as loved as T.I. is in pop culture, in, okay. um, you know, in media. Of course you're going to have, you You are going to bring that because, like, let's be honest.
1: But it's a comedian. I'm looking at
0: the lineup now for the April Fool's Comedy Jam. While T.I. is not the most seasoned comedian, he's probably one of the biggest names on here.
1: But that still doesn't um, make you a comedian. <laughs> it doesn't,
0: no, it doesn't make you a comedian. But given him that platform and he's okay. probably getting this leg up just because of who he is, I would want him to go through all of the... Um, trials that right. stand-up comedians go through exactly and so exactly I'm, first question that i have is ti do you have a comedy mentor no. like who is working probably with you? not like who do you have that's going to kind of help you like for instance when nene leaks she wanted to do comedy right mm-hmm. she reached out to lunel and said this is something that i want to yeah. do let's figure out how can you like help me out yeah mm-hmm. let's figure out how you can get maybe a comedy coach and someone that can kind of help you through some of this so this doesn't happen to you again. See,
1: all of this should have been done before this happened to you. And (laughs)
0: I'm not saying that he doesn't have a comedy coach. Maybe he does have somebody behind the scenes that's maybe helping him write some of these jokes. It sure doesn't sound like it. Mm. I'm going to say that right now. But, you know, what I will say... um, (laughs) See, I was... You got to have a little sense of delusion, too, I think, when you were doing this, because he came back later... When he was asked about what happened on the stage, he was like, uh, "I really didn't feel like that they were booing me. I felt who were like,
1: they booing? <laughs> who were they booing then?"
0: And he took it more what? so as like, you know, they were they were they were daring him to be more funny, to come up with more jokes to. And so I Y'all applaud. Spin I, applaud the spin. Yes, I applaud the spin. I applaud the spin, spin. machine but is baby, working. Let's get you started out Boo. maybe on some lower. Um, some lower stakes stages. Let's get you at some open mic nights. Let's get you at
1: a local night? You,
0: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's do some Do some uh, colleges. Do some universities. That could be a really great, once again, profitable profitable option for you. Uh, start to work out some of that material. Woo chow. Woo chow.
1: <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, from one pop diva to another pop diva, it's, I feel like we're back in the early 2000s again. <laughs> mm. Britney's pregnant. J Lo and Ben Affleck are engaged. Yeah, um, that's the news of the hour again. This what? This month, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged once again.
0: Super exciting. I'm I'm here for it. I love this.
1: Hey, I, at this point, I'm. I think I just want to know what Jennifer feel or how Jennifer feels about having her love life like in the public so for so long.
0: I feel like it's always been a part of it, and who she's been linked to and who she's been right. tied to has always been kind of a big part of her story. I wonder what she um, like. Does
1: she like that? Does she hate that part? Does she? Accepted or like or she purposefully know. putting this stuff
0: out there? I think it I, I think that she leverages that type of attention.
1: You think so? Yeah, definitely. Do you have a favorite husband? No. I do. I think I really liked Mark Anthony. Okay. Yeah. I think I really liked Mark Anthony.
0: I see, and I really don't know much about Mark Anthony. Um, I he's a small man,
1: a short man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't really know much about who he is as, like, a artist. I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of insight to him. Uh, but I think one of the things that Jennifer Lopez, in a similar vein that, like, a Kim Kardashian, in, like, the similar vein as a Elizabeth Taylor, that is part of the shtick, that is part of the story of J-Lo, um, her and all of her husbands, her and and all of the the very famous men that she's been linked to, mm-hmm. um, starting all the way back to and living color, when there were you know yeah. rumors about you know her relation to Keenan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, for me, it's just, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see it. I think these two have a particular brand of crazy <laughs> that does work. Um, if you ask me, just based on what I know about Ben Affleck and Somebody who can the match places your level. that he's been, yeah. but I think they do have a particular brand of crazy that does work. Um, I,
1: see I don't that. know
0: if I have a favorite. I really thought the A-Rod thing would have worked out. They seemed like from the videos, and that's yeah. why I kind of say that this is part of her stick because they would do like these videos together and kind of like the joining of their two families together. It was, <laughs> it kind of came, it, it seemed to be pretty organic and they seemed to be very much in love. But, I don't know. I mean...
1: Well, the rumor was that A-Rod messed that up. A-Rod stepped out of their relationship and was, like, caught with some girl or whatever. Or multiple girls, allegedly. Whatever they want to say. I mean, listen, whatever they want to say. There's no way that you can...
0: There's no way that you're going to convince me that as... as, And I'm not... This is not, like, a judge like J-Lo as a hoe or anything like that. But as many men that have cycled through the J-Lo camp, I'm there's also a particular brand of crazy that she's working with as well
1: (laughs) why not good for her i mean like if that's what she wants to do why not i mean i've seen her in interviews say that you know she loves love and stuff like that and i mean hey this is what she said about the proposal she said did you ever imagine your biggest dream would come true saturday night while at my favorite place on earth in the bubble bath my beautiful love got on one knee and proposed i was taken totally off guard and just looked in his eyes smiling and crying at the same time trying hard to get my head around the fact that after 20 years this was happening all over again i was quite literally speechless and he said is that a yes i said yes of course that's a yes Man, maybe there is a small a small brand of crazy
0: <laughs> I mean there's no way that you could tell me that there's not like I'm sorry maybe there's no there's way that you're going to ever convince me that a there's twinge, not but I a love small it good for her yeah no i mean congratulations <laughs> yeah i love love too so this is it and this this is where the story ends that's great like i love that for her
1: do you think this is okay so let me ask you this do okay. you think that this is the the end all be all relationship for her no and why or do you do okay
0: I think that's just part of it I think yeah I think she I think she probably is in love right now yes she's probably very much in love I think that at some point it'll get bored it'll get tired she'll fall out of love Mm -hmm. Ben might you know as you said A Rock Ben might do something to mess it up I don't think it's gonna be the end for her I don't think she's finished.
1: Woo, okay what do you got so
0: up next i did want to talk about and give an update in regarding to cuba gooding jr so oh, last yeah. season we did talk a little bit about his situation he was arrested in 2019 um after being accused of violating three different women mm. um, in manhattan nightclubs so as of now variety is reporting that cuba gooding jr has officially pled guilty to forcible touching mm. um now what this means uh i will say is that cuba took a plea he took a plea deal Mm -hmm. um so he's able to avoid jail time through this but he will be continuing um counseling for both alcohol as well as it says behavior but i'm going to assume that that's kind of maybe like mental health counseling i'm going to say like maybe just
1: therapy yeah maybe just therapy
0: um and then there will, you know, of course, there will probably be some type of probation included in this. Um, it's it's interesting because with Cuba in this situation, there was a. Um, and so in, and so when he was arrested in June, he
1: of 2019. Yes, he okay. was
0: arrested in June of 2019. Okay. Um, There was a ser- one of the women who was a server at Tao alleged that he pinched her butt. Okay. Um, in in the nightclub and then another woman also said that he groped her inappropriately mm-hmm. and this also now this actually this incident actually happened in 2018 okay. um so he said that uh for the for two of the women that he was accused of he admitted to non-consensual physical contact okay um now in regards to the third, There was actually no. There was no report on that.
1: So like Um, she didn't report it.
0: Uh no. He's not. He's he's not accepting. Oh okay. uh, He's saying that he did not have any any contact with her. Oh okay. Um. Now what I will say is that, in total, since twenty eighteen. Um. Um, excuse, excuse me, since his arrest in twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. there have been multiple women yeah. who have came out and yeah. said that there have been either I, what's going uh, on with groping. Him? Um, they've they've there's also been kissing. One woman actually accused him of rape. Mm. Um now with those, he's he's denied those accusations, right. especially the rape one but has actually pleaded guilty to forcible touching
1: and so now what are the charges uh, or what what what's happened recently with his trial and everything going on
0: so that is exactly what's happened so now he's he's as as of um, he was sentenced April as as of April 13th he's pled guilty so oh, there okay. he will have. Um, so it's part of a plea deal so there's not going to be an actual sentence he doesn't get any jail time but he has to complete his counseling and then there's going to be a probation for a period of time that's
1: it yep as of right now what hmm but they sent Jesse Smollett to jail
0: hello so his um, because he took this plea the conviction will actually just be reduced to, to a, a violation okay Um, which is so, not an okay. actual crime so, uh, so Jesse w- had an actual crime he didn't take the this plea is deal, yeah. just a this is a violation Ugh. so we can get all phones on silent <laughs> that would be great
1: Jesus
0: so I mean Good I child. hate to see this for Cuba yeah I, I mean I you feel know, like he
1: should have gotten a harsher sentence
0: well I think that, that was part of the plea maybe it wasn't, to avoid, maybe it wasn't as, yeah. to avoid jail time maybe the evidence wasn't there wasn't um,
1: as concrete as we think, or I guess what authorities thought. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. Um,
0: so, I mean, this is for me, you know, this is once again a situation in which we have someone that we have all fallen in love with. Uh, you know,
1: I don't even remember the last movie he was in. I mean, what, no, well, I, I don't remember. the American Crime Story. But he's
0: done some great, you know, he's done some really great projects. Yeah, he's a good um, actor. And but I think no this for is a situation with, yeah, it's like a, another legacy that has been stained mm-hmm. by your inappropriate behavior. And we get to this situation where you know. It, it, it for me it makes me think about all of the stars that we've idolized and adored yeah. over the years. That's why I who keep just saying did not get caught. Who did not don't get, be idolizing you know, who are these out there. people. And so you have to be very careful. But they're just um, people, you know. With with this, this yeah. is definitely a, a, a Wu child for me.
1: I, you've heard the term like you know like I, if you if you found out what your favorite star actually thought, you'd probably be gagged and surprised. Or how they actually felt. I'm sure that there is a lot of celebrities. If you knew how I
0: actually felt, you would be gagged.
1: A girl, I know. <laughs> so I'm just things I just want to say one more thing about this. I get really nervous because I mean like Beyonce has led us into her life. But we won't but you but know what? Will That's never the thing know, is like Beyonce like is like y'all will not get me, Y'all are or, not gonna get me
0: on anything.
1: I mean, like we know she supports like the LGBTQ community and stuff Outwardly. like that. Yeah, but like her political beliefs and yeah, we financial know. beliefs and like home beliefs like we don't know we don't any know. of that and it to me that's smart like that's me that's me on a personal you all y'all guys get is the music
0: i mean is it smart or is it you know or is there something to be here like i mean this is the thing like i'm gonna say i'll say this and i because uh, i i don't want cuba to people are very complex right and Absolutely. Like, i mean they're people. i think with this is this is a situation in which yes you do great work yes you do you make great art but you also have skeletons in your closet as does everyone if all my shit got put out there yeah it probably would be um probably would be a bad situation i probably y'all would find something to cancel me for yeah
1: i mean people do that all the time i just i just think that there is... There's a personal, there's a personalness. Like, so I, I, you don't have to share everything. That's what I'd be telling, like, some of these. You don't have to share everything. Well, Cuba like, didn't you share anything keep, in this situation. Well, yeah, I'm not this talking was, about this that. Was kept yeah, quiet. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: he, he probably wanted this <laughs> kept quiet. That's why he took the plea deal. He's like, I need to make this go away. Yeah, yeah no, I no, will no. do a forcible touch <laughs> and I don't want to do any right. job. I'm not going to jail, but yeah. I will look, I'll no, do this.
1: I ain't talking about that. I'm just talking about it in jail. All right, whatever. It's just, this is a mess. A mess. Woo child. I agree. Um, I have a couple more things, and then we can call it on Woo Child. But first, I just wanted to say uh, Gilbert Goffrey died. Yeah, I know. 67 years old. I think what's so crazy about that is that when Bob Saget died, he showed a picture of him, Louie Anderson, and Bob Saget, and, said, and was like quoting it saying, it's crazy to be the only one left yeah. in this photo, and now he is I gone saw that, too. I saw
0: that tweet. Yep. I'm
1: like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. Um, yeah, he died at 67. I think with like complications to, uh, some kind of disease. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a documentary that I've been in, uh, wanting to watch on him, and I might watch it this weekend, um, just to learn a little bit more about his life. You know, for me, he yeah. was the epitome of a character actor you you saw him in a lot of different things maybe in some smaller roles but he was you know he was definitely prolific in his time here um the thing that's coming to the top of my mind is iago um right i from aladdin yeah um but then also he had some really great other um other roles that he did just that signature voice that signature look um yeah sending a huge uh sending huge love and positive vibes to his wife and children
1: absolutely it says here that he died from a rare genetic muscle disease that can trigger a dangerously abnormal heartbeat so that's unfortunate um the other the only other thing i had oh i had one more oh you do yeah So the thing
0: that we talked about so at the beginning of the episode was uh, the clip that you heard was actually a clip from Angela Yee's podcast Lip Service Uh, and that was definitely something I wanted to come here and share with you guys. So on Lip Service earlier this week she had Rapper Maino as a guest talking a little bit about uh, sexual (laughs) fantasies and in that he revealed one of his fantasies Uh, or things that he liked to do was role-playing. And while he didn't role-play much, um, this was something that he was doing with white women. And so (laughs) as you heard in the clip earlier, uh, he (laughs) likes the scenario of him being a runaway slave. Mm -mm. Um, So (laughs) in in the podcast, immediately as he says this, (laughs) if you look at the video, the women around him are kind of just like, absolutely not like, you know, already feeling uncomfortable with it but he kind of goes on to talk a little bit about how he wanted to how he wanted to kind of fulfill this fantasy and he was like listen i'm you're, i'm gonna act like um a a runaway slave that's just been whooped by the master and then you were going to act the like the master's daughter, wife, the wife who's eyeballing me oh um uh, but the whole time you know you really like me and so we're on this like kind of like freaky shit. <laughs> this is the okay so everything that you're thinking does not need to be said
1: once again you don't have to share everything (laughs) everything that
0: you're thinking does not need to be said and i do get um the idea of wanting to say something for effect or or for last like i get that but this is a situation Mm -hmm. in which you probably should have just kept your mouth closed and said you know or because when they first prompted him about the question, like, you know, in he terms of free, he, he, was, didn't, he didn't have anything. And so yeah. Angela kind of kept pressing him. I feel like he went on later to go, because uh, Twitter drug Maynard. Of course. Oh my gosh. They drug this man through the mud, saying all kinds of things. I'll read some of these right now. Um, OG underscore Rodney said, I really needed Dr. Umar to crash through the wall like the Kool-Aid <laughs> man, uh, which was probably my favorite uh, from all of this. <laughs> Um, the maxi in E said bring back kink Shaman.
1: <laughs> hello
0: Um, this is the thing like this was a situation where maybe it was a joke gone too far because he did come back and say oh I was playing I was just joking but this mm. was a situation that had a little bit too much detail yeah, for I'm me say. It's a little to, too think, much to say that you were actually we joking. You were joking this was yeah. a little bit too well thought out yeah. for me to be a joke and it's probably something that you have done and if, okay. it's, and if that is your thing, then, hey, you know what? I'm not going to kink shame you, but probably shouldn't be sharing it on, uh, on, on a podcast. Uh, what was so crazy about this was when Angela Yee asked him, was like, so what if she called you the uh, N-word right. throughout this? And his response, hold on, I want you to, I want to read his response to you. He was basically saying, like, it's all, everything is okay in, the, in the essence of fantasy it's like all of fantasy and so he would be fine with that he,
1: like, to the no, so no, no. he said he was like
0: <laughs> even though it's not right it's all fantasy in a fantasy world because of this I've never he's like while well, nobody's ever did it um, he was like the fantasy is that they are whipping me while calling me a nigger
1: Mm-mm. Mm. I don't even have anything to say because I'm like no. Stop setting us back immediately because now. what you're gonna now. what you're
0: gonna have happen is Becky, who's gonna to see this doing and, and say, think that this yeah. is something that's cute and try yeah. to, you know, and try to spice it up in the bedroom and end up getting her eye black. <laughs> and then Tyreek is gonna, gonna be behind bars.
1: <laughs> We already know the story is gonna be. Knock this little girl out <laughs> because she wanted to spice it up. She wanted to spice it up, but didn't get it. She didn't get approval ahead of time.
0: But Mayno no. This was not the thing to say. Let's figure out. These rappers and them wanting to be so funny and comedians. Get you a comedy coach. Get you somebody to work. Or stick work to it the rivers with. and
1: the lakes that you're used to.
0: Exactly. Woo chow. Uh, woo chow.
1: All right. I have one more major woo chow that is. A little more serious, but Oklahoma has officially banned abortions. This is wild. Yet another state, like following Florida and following Texas in the hunt, and Arizona as well. I think Kentucky's in there as Kentu- well. Is, you know, trying to ban abortions statewide. Yeah. Um, and so, Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt this past Tuesday signed a bill in the law that makes performing an abortion illegal in the state of Oklahoma with an exception only in the case of a medical emergency, which also means that um, rape and incest are not an excuse. Yeah, they're not. They don't fall under under the medical thing. He says as governor, I represent all four million Oklahomans and they overwhelmingly support bullshit support protecting life in the state of Oklahoma. We want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. We want to outlaw abortion in the state of Oklahoma. This is wild. I feel this is why I kept saying to you I could not watch The Handmaid's Tale. Like this is literally where we are trying like where people are trying to take us. Like it's very triggering because this is literally what they are trying to do. This is wild to me. What do you think?
0: Um I, for me it is a um it's just a reminder of where the Holes are in our legal system everywhere. Um, it's just a reminder of that, and what what it makes me think. What can happen? What needs to happen in order for um, us to start to really get get our get into our brains the fact that small elections matter too. Yeah, you can't just vote on the president every you know every four years. You have to be able to know who is doing the decision-making at the state level at the regional level yeah um and you need to kind of you you really need to have that insight because the people that we're putting in office are doing all of these things i go back to the whole um we talked about this last week the um katanji brown jackson um Confirmation in mm-hmm. which we had many of them like just walk out and like oh, not yeah. represent her. It's like we we're putting these people in office whether we vote or not. You are you are allowing these people to get put into office or you are voting these people in office. Yeah. And so uh, we have to figure out in our minds how to make sure that we all everyone understands that a voteless people is a
1: hopeless people
0: and that things like this will continue to happen if we're not being mindful about who we're putting in at state level
1: i agree i I, mean, I agree with all of it this is just wild to me so yeah um it's another election year what is it midterm elections this year something like 2022 some there's there are elections this year so please make sure you get out and vote yeah especially if you have a local election um, coming up as well um, uh, all right that's all I have you have anything else
0: uh, no let's go ahead we're going to take a break and we'll be coming back with our uh, spotlight shows of Ooh. the week I'm covering Bust down
1: and I'm covering Hawkeye
0: all right so stay tuned
1: Alrighty, and we are back, and I get to start off this week's Spotlight Shows. Um, yeah, what do you got? So gracious, so gracious of you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're talking about Hawkeye. Uh, it is a ah, Marvel yes. Disney Plus series. Um, I know how you disdain Marvel <laughs> movies. I don't disdain Marvel movies. <laughs> but I figured I wanted to talk about it. I
0: don't disdain Marvel at all. I've actually, I've seen a lot of um, you have.
1: Marvel movies, you Marvel have. shows.
0: I watch a lot you of them. you don't necessarily
1: like them them though
0: um I, there's there's some that i really do like there's some that i probably didn't didn't really resonate with me but that's okay
1: i mean i'm curious which ones did you like
0: i loved wandavision thought okay. it was so smart okay thought it was done i thought it was but done you're a
1: tv fan though, beautiful so of course um yeah, yeah, i thought
0: yeah. i thought that was done really well hawkeye what you're covering today i thought was okay um yeah it was just okay it was honestly. it wasn't you know cra- uh Life-changing for me, but I thought it was all right.
1: (laughs) Well, Hawkeye is the one fourth, It was the fourth Disney Plus series to uh, debut, um, obviously WandaVision being first, and then Captain America, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier being second, and then Loki being third, mm-hmm. and then, of course, we got the Hawkeye, and Hawkeye is allegedly, was allegedly, I've watched it, um, it came out in Christmas of last year, Christmas of 2021, of Christmas, so around, yes. the, around the holidays, it gave a very Die Hard-esque theme, dealing with like action during Christmas, Yeah, but it was supposed Making to- Making it home for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to highlight um, Clint Barton, who, of course, we know as Hawkeye and an Avenger, but it focused a lot more on kate bishop and her family um and so i just wanted to kind of talk about the show a few key points that um i kind of thought about it where they're going from here overall thoughts and what this means for the mcu or this marvel cinematic universe um so Ooh. i'm going to nerd out just a little bit uh yeah, let's and do it. give me your opinion when you've did you watch? first off did you watch hawkeye i did watch hawkeye okay and what were your overall thoughts
0: um i thought for uh, during the time that it came out it was a very nice kind of play to Christmas right um, because the it holiday. came out during the holidays yeah it's very nice um I did not have much prior knowledge about we, Hawkeye or anything yeah, you didn't need kind it. of going into this but uh I will say I thought I thought the plot felt a little simple mm-hmm. um but overall a uh, entertaining plenty of action plenty yeah. of excitement. Um, to kind of keep, you know, keep people engaged.
1: I, it's so strange. I actually really agree with that because I kind of felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first off, I want to just mention the cast. Uh, the top people in the cast. And so, first off, we have uh, Jeremy Renner, um, who was in all six episodes as Hawkeye. And then we have Haley Steinfeld, who played Kate Bishop. We have Florence Pugh, your girl. I know you like her. She played uh, Yelena mm-hmm. um, in this. And she was also obviously in the Black Widow movie with yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Vera Farmiga, another girl that we like, um, she played Eleanor Bishop. And then Vincent D'Onofrio reprised his role as Kingpin yeah. in this. And so those were the core cast members, and then we have a four, oh I forgot um, Alakwa Cox who played Maya Lopez. She's also somebody that was really important in this series. But uh, yeah, so I mean it was it was a, a a big cast, a lot of supporting characters and stuff like that. But those core cast members are what filled out the show. But I agree with you when it came to the story arcs. I felt like everybody's story arc was a tad too simple, or we didn't get enough information. Um, I feel like even though the obvious focus of this series was Kate Bishop. Yeah. We didn't really learn a lot more about Clint Barton. Um, and that no, was a little I mean,
0: you know, for me, it was more so focused on him as the family man. Right. And, and trying and to make was, it home for Christmas. That was kind of his... That was it. That's that was it. really it. And <laughs> I, it. I thought that that may have been a little bit of a disservice um, just because of what has what his storyline has been in the previous ones. It's like, right. we know this already. We know that he loves it's his family, family and that this and is, yeah. you know, and so you yeah. separating him from his family is something that we've already seen.
1: It's right. During we've the already snap. got yeah. it. We got it. Right.
0: We know how much he misses his family. We know it. And so I think to kind of just pinpoint him as, you know, dad by day, superhero by night was, was a little simplistic.
1: Yeah. A little simple. Um, and then Kate Bishop's, uh, story arc too. I, I just, I have a little bit of a thing about annoying teenagers in TV. I, 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 I feel as though I get the way that she played this and I mean, it's fine. She, she's becoming a superhero this is her origin story essentially it's just it sometimes it became a little taxing because you just wanted things to kind of continue to move along but instead yeah. we're making these silly mistakes and doing these silly things that number one don't necessarily serve the plot as a whole nor move the story along a little bit and so that kind of annoyed me a little bit but um, did you have any thoughts about Kate or Haley Steinfeld's character? Um,
0: I think what... Huh, I'm trying to figure out what was really... I mean, we know that she's an expert marksman. Um,
1: uh, archer. Archer, yes. Yeah,
0: she's expert archer. And uh, I, the thing that I kind of go to and what's kind of coming up in the mind is the relationship between her and her mom seemed yeah. to be a little off. It wasn't yeah. what I was expecting for a mother daughter relationship. I Mm -hmm. think there is in plenty of mother daughter relationships in real life, as well as we've seen play out on TV and in film is that there is this kind of pull and tug, but this seemed to go a little bit deeper and a little bit darker, um, Mm -hmm. which is something I might, which might be interesting to explore further on in future projects. Which I'm
1: sure they will. Yeah.
0: But this one to me was, uh, there were some things that kind of happened where I just felt like if I was a mother, Mm -hmm. My child would be at the forefront, at the center of my decision making, at the communication, you know, for you to just come back and say, well, this is my man. This is who I'm marrying. Like, those are some of the things that I felt like, OK, well, this they could have went a little deeper here. They could have made this a little bit more complex and they could have went a little bit deeper into the story and the relationship with mom and Kate.
1: I agree with that. I think both of them, if you remember in the first episode, they were dealing with the trauma of losing a husband and losing a dad. And it kind of felt like that they dealt with it in different ways. Because as we know, Kate was still dealing with the loss of her dad throughout the entire series, while on the other hand, her mother basically had to pick up where the dad left off and pay off all of these debts with the crime mob and stuff. And so it's you could definitely tell the difference in viewpoints and how they kind of fit didn't fit so well together when they came together and so i i agree with that too um other than that i mean the rest of the story arcs you know with kingpin and maya lopez maya lopez is actually getting her own disney plus show um called echo that will kind of explore her story more but we sort of got her origin story in this series as well um, and I'm sure we'll see more of Kingpin and Vincent D'Onofrio as well in that series and probably in some other Disney Plus series. As Can you talk
0: out. a little bit about why Maya Lopez's character is so pivotal and so important? Yeah. So I think it, that that's something that's really kind of, you know, it's 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 a, it was a standout for me, at least. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we kind of go on and she is if she is getting her own series, I think this is going to be huge.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely do. I mean, it, it kind of. Is a reminder of Makari in Eternals. Um, she's a deaf superhero, mm-hmm. um, hence the name Echo. She uses echolocation and stuff like that while she's yeah. fighting and stuff. And so, and she's also um, an amputee. She only had yes. one leg, she had a prosthetic leg. On the other one, so she had a couple of things. And so she she did not let she does not let her disabilities stop her, and I think it. Well, again, you know, we learn about this in the Hawkeye series, but I think we'll get even more info on that in her series.
0: Now, help me, I don't know. Is she the first to kind of come in 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 terms of either deaf or amputee for for the Marvel universe? So
1: technically, I guess Akari Makari Akari in the Eternals because that came out first. Um so she was technically the first the first death superhero.
0: Did this come out before Eternals?
1: Uh no, I think Eternals came out before this. Oh. I'll double check that cuz I need to get her name too. I keep I feel like I'm saying her name wrong. Let me see. But um both of them definitely have yeah. played a pivotal role in making sure that Superheroes with disabilities and stuff are also getting their. Makari is what And it was played by Lauren Ridloff. It uh, opened November 5th, yeah, 2021. So it came out before Hawkeye did. So technically, Makari is the first deaf superhero, but um, Maya Lopez or Alakwa Cox will be the first Disney Plus series to explore nice. a hero with disabilities. Um, Okay, let's move on. I don't want to spend too much time on this. What I wanted to say, you kind of told me what your overall thoughts was, but how do you think that this series stacks up between the rest of the Disney Plus series that have aired so far? So you've got WandaVision. I really
0: can only speak to WandaVision because I I will be honest, while I may have seen bits and pieces Uh of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, I did not delve as deep into them as I did with Uh, WandaVision or for this. And so what I can say is that For me, thematic-wise, story-wise, it does not stand up It's kind of been done before, It does not stand up to WandaVision. Right. Um, But I think it's a nice... This is a nice appetizer. It's a nice starter um, and launchpad for characters like Maya Lopez, for Kate Bishop. Um,
1: I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think for me... um, Having I because I did watch them I this was probably the lowest for me on the on the uh, yeah because I I wasn't even that much of a fan of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like it was a the cool show should be called Hawkeye well well so technically Kate Bishop takes over the name Hawkeye when, so when um, when when <laughs> when at the end of the series she kind of takes over the moniker of Hawkeye and. Clint Barton technically reti- is retiring because she'll go on to be a part of it should be called
0: becoming Hawkeye becoming, <laughs> becoming. Hawkeye
1: <laughs> uh, but no yeah it's probably I think out of the ones including Moon Knight out of the ones now Moon Knight is probably my number one WandaVision is probably my number two Loki's my number three Falcon Winter Soldier <laughs> is my number four and then Hawkeye is my number five cut it in that Um, And then the last thing I just wanted to talk about is how this affects the MCU moving forward. I think once again... We are in a space where we are introduced, MCU is introducing new characters um, and new plot lines as we kind of move forward here. We're getting a street level view like we have with Hawkeye, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, and Moon Knight now. We're getting a street level view um, while we also move out into the multiverse like with WandaVision and with Loki, um, and technically some with Moon Knight as well. But we're getting two different kind of venues here that we're about to explore and I think that kind of got kicked off with the eternals because now we're going to have some of those eternals who are going to stay on earth while some other ones go off into space and so not only do we have a multiverse storyline but we have a space storyline and a street storyline i know this is all very boring to you but it's very thrilling to me and so it's very exciting to kind of see all of these storylines play out um in this,
0: I, yeah, very nice. Return Return to Space on Netflix.
1: <laughs> Make sure you watch it. uh And then, of course, we have new series coming up, like Miss Marvel, Iron Heart, which will explore. Riri I heard Williams, about Iron Heart. I'm really excited about Iron Heart. Yeah. I will be watching that one for yeah. sure. And then, Multiverse of Madness, which of course comes out May 6th which we got our tickets for. We're going to go see. Yep. Um, so yeah. So overall. The show was fine. It it, it fits as a small cog into the MCU, but it wasn't my favorite, and obviously you're saying that it wasn't your favorite either. No. Out of the ones that you saw. No. So, cool. All right. That's all I've got for Hawkeye. So, why don't we take a break, and then you can do yours.
0: Yeah. And if you want to watch Hawkeye, you can still catch it on Disney+. Plus
1: with all the other ones.
0: Um, And yeah, let us know what you think. Okay, and we are back. It is time for my spotlight show of the week. I'm so excited to talk about this show. I've been waiting and waiting to try to figure out when I want to talk about it. Just because of the schedule with so many other shows coming on and ending. I didn't want to lose that. But this is one that definitely has a soft spot in my heart. I am coming out with Bust Down this week, which Mm. is on Peacock. It's streaming on Peacock currently right now. All six episodes are available, But Bust Down follows the lives of four friends living in Gary, Indiana, working at the Diamondback Casino. A um, couple of things about this show right off the bat that I want to say. Uh, when I think of the term FUBU for us, by us, <laughs> Bust Down really does resonate with that. Uh, what I love is that the cast, which includes Langston Kerman, who you may know from Insecure... Sam Jay, who you might know with pause, with Sam Jay on HBO Max, yeah. Chris Red from SNL, and then Jack Knight, who is a brand new, um, at least brand new to me, is a popular actor and writer. He's uh, written on shows like Big Mouth and, and, uh, and other popular shows. But with this cast, uh, they are doing the down thing. What I love most about it is that this cast also doubles as not only the actors, but also the writers. Um, and Ooh. also they all are executive producers of the show as well Good for them and so when I say for us by us this is definitely one of those shows uh a quick quick insight into the making of bust down this is a series that's been five years in the making it was mm. originally um, pitched to Chris red who came to this group of um, <laughs> of comedians and actors uh, and have been carefully curating this over time, to get it just right, uh, to bring it to to Peacock. And I am personally in love. Uh, so it kind of talks just, this, this show covers so many different things and so many topics, and we will get there. But, Marcus, I've made you watch the very first I episode. I did. Um, and I wanted to get your initial thoughts and impressions of the first episode.
1: So we kind of talked about this in a previous podcast, but... I think I was having a little trouble deciphering this from the other show. What was the Which other one? With Nicole Byer and Grand her crew. crew, yeah, with Grand Crew. Okay, remember, I was—I think I had mentioned that they seemed kind of similar, and that okay. I think—and then I maybe liked Grand Crew a bit more than Bust Down, but I do enjoy the cast.
0: I feel I feel very differently from you. Mm-hmm. Um and that I think it yes so it is what I will say is that it is a black ensemble comedy in the similar vein of Grand Crew which is also a black ensemble comedy. Um they both have one um one female character who is kind of surrounded with, you know, These other male friends. actors and yeah. so I, I, those are some similarities, but I think Bust Down does something that is so much cooler. And I hate to compare and contrast because both right, shows are doing right, really absolutely. great things and doing amazing things. But Bust Down, and while this is getting the spotlight for me, takes things so much deeper than what Grand Crew does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as I said earlier, they tackle so many amazing topics in a comedic. Way in a comedic, thoughtful way, I'll say that. So, for instance, the first episode that we get uh covers sexual assault, and that was mm-hmm. the episode that you watched. But then we yeah. go on and we talk about homelessness, we talk about spirituality, we talk about activism, and it's it's once again, it's I guess the best way to put this is niche, it's a very niche show. I can and see, and what I love about bust down that I feel like grand crew is trying to do. I feel like grand crew is trying to cater to a much wider audience. Yeah. And bust down is like being like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you Mm -hmm. don't. Um, and that's what I love about this show. For me, my first impressions were that, okay, this is a stoner comedy. This is going to be like a stoner comedy. It does does kind of feel like that, but it is not. And I think that that became evident. Once I saw the episode, um, That really tackled homelessness. Um, It did it in such a thoughtful way and I, I won't spoil it for anyone but just in terms of the we talked about language that we use homeless versus houseless and and other things that just kind of helped frame it in a way that I'm taking something from this episode. I'm not taking just last from this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm taking actually education from this episode. And that's what I really did enjoy about it. I want to go a little bit deeper into all of the characters. So <laughs> my probably my one critique of the show is that they weren't really uh, creative when it came to picking out character names. Um, Langston Kerman's character is named Langston. Sam Jay's She's character is named their Sam. Own names. They're, all, they're just all using I mean, their own kind of names. But they are planning playing like heightened alter ego versions of themselves. Right. So Langston Kerman, who is like our our lone, light skinned guy on this cast, is playing a very heightened, um what will I say? I, I I'll guess say stereotypical light skinned uh version of himself on mm. this show. Okay. Uh and that's the same goes for Sam Jay, who is um who is a queer person but also is uh her character is also queer uh, and has a girlfriend um in the show. Busdown uses very old tropes, things that we've probably seen, things that you've seen time and time again, but just in a very different way. I thought mm-hmm. that Sam Jay's uh character uh the the relationship with her and her girlfriend who actually is um do you remember Tasha from Insecure? Yeah. So she plays Sam Jay's girlfriend in this. I think I saw that. Uh, yeah. And I really enjoyed their relationship. I enjoyed seeing that relationship done um, in a way which it, it feels very lived in, very realistic, uh, but also doesn't doesn't leave us out on the funny. Right. Um the uh other person that I want to give a really quick shout out to is Freddie Gibbs. I don't know this, I don't know this actor. But he plays Chauncey, who is the boss. Um, He's the boss of the Diamondback Casino. So he manages all of the characters because they all work in the same. um, They all work in the same casino, but he manages them. He's probably the funniest character for me and has kept me laughing the entire time throughout all of the six episodes.
1: It says he's an American rapper from Gary, Indiana.
0: Oh, wow. So, I mean, once again, (laughs) I think that I think the beauty of this is... Once again, how lived in it is and how realistic it is, uh, it sometimes feels like it's not actually a sh- it's not actually like a show. it's just them having fun.
1: right. It's that's just it them doing like. them. Yeah.
0: And I think that that's probably the most refreshing part about this. Um, while it is super funny and it can't it is in some, in some realms educational, in some realms super heartfelt, it does give you the essence of just being these are real people.
1: So let me ask you this. Do you see a tr- I feel like there's a trend of, which is amazing, and I, I enjoy it, of black TV that really, really reps their hometown, like Shy town The shy, and then, of course, we had Insecure, and then, of course, we have Bust Down. But I'm starting to see Abbott Elementary, you know, in Philly. I feel like we're getting a lot of TV that they're making it a, p- a black TV, that they're making it a point to really, really highlight areas that maybe we don't know, that people don't know a lot about. And I think that's pretty cool. And the experience of those people.
0: Um, And yes, and I do think that that is something that we're starting to see. But I will say why that is, is Mm -hmm. because these people are actually being put at the helm. They're yes. not just the talent. And so, yes. yes, you have Quinta Brunson who can talk about Philly, and she's the actress, but she's also the creator. And she's, yeah. she has her hand so much in the creative process of this. While you have these four uh, comedians, they are they have their hands in everything. They're doing the writing. They're helping with the producing of this. And so it's, it's, we're now getting a avenue, and we're now getting platforms in which we can actually show what we can do and we can bring however niche you might want to call it but we can bring these experiences that are actually real and lived in that black people can identify with
1: that. I definitely agree with. I, I, and I love that. And even though I'm not, you know, the hugest fan of this show, I love that they're getting a chance. Do we know, uh, has this been renewed for a second season?
0: I haven't heard if it's been renewed for a second season or not. My guess is that it probably will be, Mm -hmm. um, just because on Peacock, just because how well, um, the what what's been the critics receiving it, but I think even if it, let's say that it doesn't, mm-hmm. let's say that it, it it doesn't get a um a second season. I don't think the trend or the train of Black creators creating content for us by us will. I don't think that that will some be something that slows down.
1: Oh no, I, we forgot about Southside. Southside's another comedy that yeah. is you know for Definitely. us by us and is you know helps highlight their area. Okay, well, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's so cool. I'm to see. giving it
0: a huge fist to uh, bust down. And if you haven't <laughs> seen it, please go out and watch it. Please take some time this weekend. Watch Bus Down. I swear you will laugh. You will learn um, and you'll love it just as I do.
1: And so. it's on Peacock. So remember, get, get somebody, get a friend streaming info like yeah. I'm about to do and check it out with Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you said you had the seven day free trial. Damn it. That's right. Yeah.
0: Using Cold, cold Pop.
1: I use it. <laughs> all right uh let's take a break we're we're coming back with fizzle flat we've got a lot to talk about in fizzle flat today yeah let's do it all right we'll be right back everybody and we are back it is time for our signature segment that we like to call fizz or flat. Trent, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, this is the moment of the show where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week, uh, give them a fizz if we're filling them, or a flat, flat if, if we're, we're not. not. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start first. Yeah. I want to provide an update. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago oh, about the this. White Man Can't Jump reboot.
1: Oh, um,
0: They have announced who will be playing opposite Jack Carlo. I, um a.k.a. Burger King, Mr. Burger King. Uh, have you seen those tweets? Yes. I think he looks just like the Burger King guy.
1: He does. Um, he does.
0: Yeah, I can't unsee it now. <laughs> so I, I, I love it. But they have actually announced that Senqua Walls will be uh, playing the lead role uh, opposite Jack Harlow in this White Man Can't Jump reboot. Wait. Wait, wait, what? Who, who is he? So I don't know much about this actor. I will say he looks a lot like um, he looks a lot like Wesley Snipes. And but the he's boy been, that I said he's been um, on
1: you you said him. I I remember I said um, Daniel from Insecure. Tell me this, is, this does not look like Daniel from In, the boys did for Daniel from Insecure. Because then you told me, because you were like, are you choosing him because he looks like Wesley Snipes? And I was like, well, no, I mean, yes, he does look like Wesley Snipes, but I also think he's very talented. Yeah,
0: he's giving me a little, we- this guy's giving me a little Wesley Snipes. Um I mean, am I on sorry. or am
1: I on casting? Well, you're not on because you didn't say his name. But the look is there. Like this is exactly what I was going for. Well, like, congratulations. They um, look very similar.
0: Yeah, congr- Good, good job. But wh- what it. about um, casting? So, <laughs> so he can re- he can now be seen um, in Netflix's. Uh, he's in a Netflix show. What is it? It's called. Give me one second. It's called something like Resort to Love. Yeah, Resort to Love. Is that a reality show
1: or is that a? I, I have no. Cl-
0: I've not seen it. I don't know anything about it. Well, it's a film. But he's so. been in American Soul on BET. Um, he's also been. He's had a couple of guest spots on Power, as well as The Breaks. Uh, cute. So yeah. So congratulations to him. I look forward to seeing it. I guess now we need to figure out who's going to be playing the Rosie Perez character yeah that'll so, be interesting uh, congrats to Sinqua this is a huge fizz for me
1: nice fizz for me too fizz good for him uh have you seen the stranger things for season 4 trailer
0: I have not what? I have, I'm, so I'm not really a stranger things uh watcher I, I think I saw the, maybe you? like the first season maybe a couple of episodes of the first season
1: wow well, it's epic. It's it's so they are wrapping this up. I think we've talked about this before. This is a two-part last season for the series finale. That's good. Um, and it has definitely been amped up to like a hundred. Uh, it's very, very they've split the cast off. I I it took me a moment to like actually understand this, but they've split the cast in two. And so half of the cast has moved to a different city and then half of the cast has stayed in the original city where the events has happened. Oh, interesting. And so it'll be very interesting to see how they continue to play this out because it sounds like which would be very interesting since it's going to be a two part if they focus on one part of the cast for this part 1 and then the other part the second part or will they kind of interdisperse between the two? Um, But this is a total fizz for me. I've been a huge Stranger Things fan. Um, It always comes out around, you know, 4th of July in the summertime Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so I'll be super excited to watch this when this comes out. I think it comes out in May or June. Nice. So it's a total fizz for me.
0: Yeah, fizz for me, too. I'm glad to see it. Congratulations um, to everyone
1: over at the Stranger Things camp. I think you should give it another shot it's okay. not bad it's not bad at yeah
0: all. it's i don't think it's i don't think it's bad it's it's not
1: my uh cup of tea not your cup of tea yeah you're not a you're not a sci-fi fantasy girl no no you are not definitely all. more of like the drama
0: drama true stories what's yeah, really going the, on the non-fiction yeah yeah
1: that's me all right what else you got
0: um so speaking of true stories, uh there is a new project on the right on way cue. and I'm so excited. I've been Right on cue. Y'all do not understand how long I've been waiting for this project to come. Really? And yes, Sammy Davis Jr's uh there's going to be a limited series about his life coming to Hulu uh very soon and they just announced who is going to be playing the lead. Uh Elijah Kelly has been like cast him. as Sammy Davis Jr., uh, which this, this the project has not been actually named yet, but uh, it's based on the book um, by Will Haygood, In Black and White, The Life of Sammy Davis Jr., and it's going to kind of chronicle his life through the 50s and 60s as a black entertainer, kind of breaking barriers um, in terms of the color lines. Um, I love Elijah Kelly. I've I've loved him since Hairspray uh, yeah. is where I fell in love with him as Seaweed. And he's just kind of he's someone who I think is super talented, can sing his ass Wasn't off he in the can Wiz dance. Too? He was is in The Scarecrow? Wiz as a Scarecrow. Um, and he was in the new edition story as well. I mean, he's he's someone who is truly very, very talented. And I so, really like him. Um, I am excited to see him in this, and I think that this is I think this is cast perfectly i think that I this agree. will give him um an opportunity to really stretch his legs as an actor uh kind of playing some of the high points and low points of sammy's life and uh i can't wait for this project to come
1: i agree i really like this total fist for me yeah uh i got another trailer for you please tell me you've seen okay, this so you're one just trailers Please tell me. you've. I mean, a lot has dropped. Like, summer TV is here, honey. Okay, so just trailers. Uh, Okay. Have you seen the P-Valley trailer, teaser trailer? I saw a teaser, yeah. Yeah, the teaser trailer? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I, I was good. a latecomer because I initially was not feeling P-Valley, and then I went back and rewatched. We know. And was like, okay. If
0: anything surrounding black women, it's I, not going to be a...
1: <laughs> I'm going to give this a shot. It's not going to resonate. Scripting, writing. But I'm, I'm excited. I I am... And I will... Give this another shot. I finished first season and I was still a little on the fence, but this actually doesn't look pretty bad. And so what do you think? Did you, what, did you have any thoughts, any initial thoughts about the trailer season? Two? I think
0: everybody's looking good. I think everybody's yes. in their back and I'm really excited to see kind of what stories uh, come from season two. I, uh, I want to say that I, um and look, I hope to get a little bit more story about uh, Clifford's character. Um, and Same. so hopefully, hopefully, we get a little bit more insight about just how he came to be yeah. and um, how he came to own the pink.
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> the pink, you're in character already, yeah. The pink, <laughs> total fizz for me, fizz. Yeah,
0: I'll give it a fizz as well.
1: Uh, what else you got?
0: Rihanna hit the Vogue cover, baby bump and all, looking beautiful, so amazing, yes. Um, so. Rihanna bears uh, all with this recent um, cover uh, photograph by the legendary Annie Leibovitz. Leibovitz. Leibovitz, Leibovitz.
1: Annie Leibovitz.
0: Is it? Oh, Leibovitz.
1: I think Leibovitz. It's got
0: a V. I don't know Annie if you is silent,
1: silent or not.
0: Leibovitz.
1: Leibovitz. 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 Sure. Anyway,
0: um, shout out to Annie. How you doing, girl? Uh, can't wait to see Gi Jane too um
1: okay but you must want to get slapped but no i'm
0: really excited to see uh rihanna she talks a little bit about um her and her comfortability with her uh baby uh and being pregnant she says in in the interview i'm hoping that we are able to redefine what's considered decent for pregnant women um my body, is endure- My body is doing incredible things right now, and I'm not going to be ashamed of that. Baby, and you have nothing to be ashamed of. You look absolutely amazing. This is a total fist for me. Yeah. The only thing that I will give, y'all, please keep Rihanna's name and ASAP Rocky's name out your mouth. Yeah. There was this whole thing, these rumors that kind of started not up on true. Twitter earlier this week uh about asap cheating on her with a shoe designer in which the shoe designer had to come on and be like that's absolutely not true have the, I have stop quote. Pl- like do not play with me don't put some respect on my name don't play with me um and so i'm someone who is this is y'all stop with this this is not the time of her life right now where she needs this kind of stress so let's just back it up um, I'm sure she's not bothered, but I'm once sure again, she's not bothered. But once again, it's just like no one, no one wants to see that. So for me, it was a little light stain on this Vogue cover, but
1: um, once again, the y. truth will always prevail. Absolutely, uh, fizz for me, total fizz, total fizz. I've got another trailer for you.
0: Okay, girl. So <laughs> you just all right?
1: This is a TV podcast. Like, hello. Uh, did you see the teaser for Queer Ass Folk reboot?
0: Uh yeah, I did see that.
1: What are your thoughts? I didn't really get into the first. I really wasn't
0: in the, in the first spoke. It was a little bit, a um, little too white. I'm a little for too me. young for that. Um, for that. But uh, this seems like it's gonna do some things. I'm really, I'm really happy for Johnny. Uh, yeah. who's in this? And yeah. so I'm really excited to see him do his thing.
1: I think I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it another shot on the reboot. But I, I remember going back and watching. The original series and I just wasn't I wasn't that into it. I was like, eh, I can't relate to this, so I don't necessarily yeah. care. Uh, uh yeah, but I mean a fizz, like I said, I'm I wanna watch, I wanna see how they do, and yeah, big ups to John, Johnny Sibilly for landing in a row. Yeah, so it's a fizz for me. Yeah. Cool. What are you giving it?
0: Uh I'll give this a fizz as well.
1: Okay. Uh what else you got?
0: Um I'll talk about Karamo. Please, uh, so Karamo <laughs> uh, Brown, who we all know f- maybe from the real world or from Queer Eye, has recently garnered a new deal with NBC Universal, in which he will have his own syndicated daytime talk show. Um, congrats to him! I I love this. I love seeing us get these types of opportunities. Um,
1: yeah, big ups, big. So congrats. this
0: is going to apparently the show's been sold in ninety percent of yep. the U.S. for fall 2022 so he will come out with that I'm wishing him much success um, I'll do a quick aside black males have not been performing as well lately in daytime television daytime Mm-mm. talk shows uh, you know we RuPaul tried to have a talk show and that didn't do so well Mm-mm. Nick Cannon has tried to have a talk show and that didn't really we go I think we had uh, Wayne Brady at one point also had a show out there um, and so I'm, I'm hoping that this goes a little differently uh for him and that you know it he does get the support that he needs in order to to really make this happen but this is a fizz for me i love seeing us get these opportunities and so karamo congratulations to you and i definitely will check it out
1: do we know what the show's going to be about
0: if i had to guess karamo's like his lane in the queer eye show was more of like an inspirational, kind of like yeah. a lifestyle, life coach type of role. And so I think that this is going to be an extension of that. Um, hmm. Apparently, he's guest hosted Mari. I did not know that. I didn't
1: know that either. I had no. know.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but how they, how they are describing this is that the show is going to be called Karamo, and it is the next generation of compelling relationship-based talk. Uh, so So is this
1: going to be like in the vein of like a Sally, Jesse, Raphael
0: I think so I think that this is going to kind of take us back Um, I think that this is going to kind of take us back to some of those. Uh, Karamo in an an interview talked a little bit about how he used to watch uh, Donahue and and Mari and and Sally, Mm -hmm. Jesse and so I'm sure that there's going to be hints of that uh, woven into this
1: Hmm. okay I'll give it a fizz. I'll give this I'll a fizz it as out.
0: well. Really excited to see it and hope um hope all things uh go well with this.
1: Uh this week was just full of announcements. So we've got to talk you about the another biggest trailer? one. Well, I mean, it's more than a trailer. It's a, a promo, an announcement, uh first look, all wrapped trailer. into one. It's a trailer. Um, what is it? Go ahead. RuPaul's Drag Race, season seven, <laughs> okay. All-Stars, All-Star Seven announcement. I did see this. All winter yeah. season. Yeah, what do we think?
0: Some winners. I think we should call Ooh. it some winners Ooh. because it's not all winners. It's not all Ooh. the winners. Um, it's not all the winners.
1: Well, it's I mean, some winners. I don't think you would have clearly. You would have not been able to get all the winners because some of them have said that they wouldn't go back. So yep. I, I mean, this is an all. It's an all winner season.
0: Yep. What do you think? Uh, I'm excited. I think that, uh. Well, let's, you want to go through the cast? You want to talk yeah. about the cast?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first up, we have Vivian. The Vivian. Is it The Vivian or is it Vivian? It's just The Vivian, Vivian the who
0: Vivian. won uh, Drag Race UK season one. Season
1: one. Honey. And then
0: we also have Evie Oddly. Yes. Um, who is our season 11 winner. Jada Essence Hall, who is our season winner 13. for season 12. Um, Simone no, yeah, season 12. 13. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jada season 12. A uh, Jinx Monsoon, our season, season five, five winner, is coming back as well as All Stars four double winners Twitters. Trinity, <laughs> the Tuck, as well as Monet Exchange. Um, she and Coulay. then season three is going to be coming in with Raja, yeah. um, who is uh looking really great in her promo. Shea Coulee, who also won All Stars five, All-Stars five, um, is going to be there as well. Am I forgetting anyone?
1: No, that's it. I'm a little I I. I I guess what I want to know is how did this decision get made?
0: Of who like, to bring back?
1: Yeah, or who did they did they ask everyone? I'm sure they asked everyone. Cause I, I know for a fact Trixie said she would never come back. I know for a fact Bianca said she wouldn't come back.
0: I think at the level if you are, if you are at the Trixie Mattel level or at the Bianca Del Rio level, I think it would be very hard for me to say, of course, I'll take I'll Cancel what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. and I'll come back and I'll film this show for the for the chance of winning Mm -hmm. 100K, which they probably make well over 100K doing what they're doing right right now.
1: Right. Bob has said recently that he don't think he doesn't think he would come back. Yeah. Uh, I'm still confused on why Alaska. I wonder if Alaska was asked.
0: Alaska probably was asked. I think this is the thing. This is the thing with Drag Race. I feel like and this is kind of why I said, let's just go ahead with the cast first, because I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is going to be a very hard show to critique and be a judge oh, well, at. Oh, clearly. I think they're going to have to figure out a formula in which this is going to work. Well, they I have don't, one. I don't know. Oh, can you please share? Well, I don't want little... to
1: spoil. I, 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 like, I, I didn't look too far into it, but the format is very, very different than what we're well, used
0: that's to. R- I'm glad to hear that it's very different, because... Yeah. The, the former All Stars format, I think, is something that is uh, yeah, no. just going to no, no, be, no, no. you know, very tragic for, for for a season that so many people are excited yeah. about.
1: Yeah, from from what I've read and heard, I don't like. I said I don't want to spoil anything, and I'll, t- I'll if h- however much you want to know, I'll tell you offline. Actually, I don't want to know. Okay, well, it's very very different than what we've. I'm glad seen to before. hear that. So. I,
0: I would say that you know it's going to be. It would be hard for me, someone who has already won. And done this. When you see it, to come it'll back and be like questions. and say, Oh, yeah. yes, let's let let me go back into yeah. this crazy pressure cooker. Yeah. And once again, I think these queens also know how the show is made. Right. And they know all they know, know, the all, they know yeah. all the antics and all the bullshit that right. kind of comes with having to do the show and producers being in your face. And it's like, you know, it's not something I necessarily need. Right. Um, and some of these girls need it. <laughs>
1: ooh Okay. Uh, what do you mean by that?
0: I think some of these girls needed to get back out there and and, and get their face um Who's
1: on here that's not there? already out here now?
0: I think Jada got a really bum uh, rep as the oh, season you, 12 you're winner. you're about experience I just thought that her reign was just like, I it g- was I agree. very short. It, she didn't get to do a lot. She was in the pandemic. Um, I would also probably say that Evie is someone who probably didn't get all the shine that she needed to L- as well. Um, it's been years since Raj has been on television. Um, and that goes, I would say, the same for Jinx. Um, in a regular, you know, with the exception of, like, the uh, Jinx and Daylight Holiday special, like, these, these women are coming back, and it's been years for them since they've, like, been, on tv you know at Mm -hmm. the forefront and and so i think for some of them it it is a good look and it is time for them to kind of come back and re-enter and kind of reintroduce us to who they are and how their drag has evolved
1: yeah i i agree with that i i I think that you kind of corrected yourself i was like i don't know if they need to come back but i think they want to come back to experience the machine that is drag right but which is what you were saying. I don't think they want to
0: experience it. I think they needed to come back. I don't and think do they it.
1: need to because Evie was just in Vegas for like forever. Like she had a gig. Vegas Jada's now. got a gig. You know, what I mean, all of these girls are doing. Jinx just released a whole ass movie with La Creme. Um, a variety. They have a whole variety show. Like all of these yeah, girls so, are still doing major things.
0: So I mean, yeah, I think that they are doing. I think they are doing some great things. So do they um, need to? I would say I I would say need. I would say mm, need. Okay. I feel like um because there've been so many queens that have come after them, mm-hmm. I think that this would be an opportunity for them to reintroduce themselves to the younger fan base because I mean, Raja was on Drag Race. It wasn't even on VH1 then. And neither was Jinx. It was was on Logo. Yeah. And so they did not get the same opportunities as these queens and the exposure that these other queens are getting now being on VH1.
1: I agree. I think the Vivian kind of falls in that, too, being on UK Drag Race and not being able to, number one, win any prize money and then be able to really put forth. You know, so I think that, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Well, I, I mean th- beyond that looks do you have any favorites do you have any like who stood out to you do you want to go into any of that
0: yeah I thought I thought Vivian looked great mm-hmm. I loved her look I love Shea Coule's look mm-hmm. um, yeah I love I Shea's was, I um <laughs> Monet looked That's great nice. Jada looked great
1: you don't say that with a lot of enthusiasm, like you said with Vivian and Shay. I think, let me, so let me say this. Everybody looked good. Now, as far as like my favorites who stood out to me, I mean, Shay, I thought, Shay, again, I agree. I thought Shay looked great. I thought Monet looked great. I thought Jada looked great. I think Trinity looks great. Um, those are the girls that stood out to me. But like overall, I mean, everybody looks good. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, yeah. I just think some people, obviously, now we're getting into favorites. You know, who are you going to be rooting for? Who are you going to be, you know, stuff like that, I guess. Yeah,
0: Semantics. I don't know who I think will win this season. I i mean, I think for me, I probably am going to lean. I think it's probably, hmm, I would probably say Jinx might take this mm-hmm. because this is going, this competition is going to be a little bit harder to critique, as I said, because all of them are polished, all right. of them look great. Right. Uh, and so it's gonna. I think it's gonna kind of come down to who has the wit, who has the intellect, to really pour into their drag and kind of take it beyond mm-hmm. just the just the aesthetic.
1: Jinx by far had the best entrance line to me. Yeah. Did you watch the entrance line? The line, yeah. Yeah, I thought I said ah, oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah, oh, was good. Especially, yeah she. I, think, I mean, she has. Yeah. I
0: mean. It's, it's, it's very <laughs> cerebral um yeah her drag is very cerebral and i think that that will i think that's going to take her far in this competition
1: well i guess we'll see well drag race season? well first did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about with drag race
0: no I, i'm definitely going to watch i'll definitely be watching
1: when does it it premieres on paramount plus but i can't find the date i think it's may 20th May twentieth, Paramount Plus. So they're going full steam with this. All stars is just going to be on Paramount from now on.
0: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of shows, a lot of shows are starting to do that. Um, Dancing with the Stars just got moved oh, yeah. to um, to streaming as well. On so Peacock?
1: would well, no, they're on ABC. So what's streaming? It's going
0: to be on Disney Plus. Really? Yep.
1: Interesting. I stopped watching Dancing Bravo with the Stars. Bravo has moved a, a lot time. of stuff to Peacock. Yeah, I did see that. So,
0: I mean, it's just a, it's a trend that's starting to kind of come. Mm-hmm. um network television
1: Will i give drag race all-star 7 a fizz huge fizz for me uh what else you got
0: that's it for is me it? yeah so let's go ahead and wrap this show up what marcus what are your final thoughts
1: uh role play is not for everyone i'm gonna keep it light this week <laughs> role play is not for everyone may know let's maybe go back to the drawing board or just don't share. Well, you know, you could always just not share. I mean, obviously you want the converse you you want some conversation surrounding your name. You want to say some scandalous stuff. I mean, I guess sure whatever whatever, but yeah. Mm, let's maybe leave this slave archetype in um, the past. Yeah. it's the no. It's That's a no bad. for me. Yeah. What are you taking away?
0: <laughs> um I would say this week I'm taking away just what happens when we do get put in the driver's seat and we get to tell our own stories. Um, you do come out with great products like bust down. And so it's just a reminder of that and kind of how we should fight to have that ownership over the projects that we're doing.
1: Agreed. Very agreed. Uh, all right, well let's get out of here. Yeah.
0: So find us on social media at cold pop show on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Mm. TikTok, Mm. Uh, and you can find us at cold pop podcast on Facebook, uh, You can find me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. Marcus, where
1: can they find you? You can find me as Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the N. And we want to know, send us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com. What TV shows are you all watching? What are you looking at? What are you interested in? What do you want to hear us talk about? We are definitely open to watching new shows. We both love TV, obviously. And so let us know. Send us an email or send us a message and send us a DM on Instagram. Slide in our DMs. Um, (laughs) All right. That's it.
0: All right. Pop stars, we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.